0: Greetings, friends. It's Podcast Unlocked, episode number 64. You might know me by now. I'm Ryan McCaffrey from the IGN Xbox channel, joined as always by the left hand. Sorry, who are you? I don't know anymore. I just don't know. Uh,
3: this is getting existential real fast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who are you? Who are you within the context of the universe? No. Why? When I say who
1: are
3: you, but I
0: mean, a... who are you? Yeah. Deep down.
1: Why are you? <laughs> who are you? Who you're are you. <laughs> I am.
0: Who are you actually, and what are you doing on this show? I I'm thought... kidding. I, I know who you're. We
1: were going to talk about ponies, Mitch. You oh yeah, me a we pony. can talk about ponies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well,
0: My Little Pony. pony ponies unlocked. Let's. <laughs>
1: isn't that a thing yeah Uh, brony that's that's yeah they're a hardcore bunch but before we get into (laughs) bronies more Uh i am stephanie lee and i think some of you might remember me
3: yay she's been on this podcast longer than both ryan and I. that's true
1: (laughs) It's true. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be podcasting with you for the first time ever. So
0: for those maybe new listeners, since this show's been weirdly in flux for a long time until recently, (laughs) uh, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do around here.
1: Sure. I don't know if you guys even know, but I actually recently transitioned into a new role uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, I used to be associate editor on IGN Wikis uh, when I first started at IGN back in February 2011 now. And I was writing all the game guides and helping you guys beat games and all get all of them sweet, sweet gamer score Mm.
3: stuff. Gotta get them trophy guides. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, But now, I am community development manager. So I'm still kind of doing wiki stuff, but I am focused more on cultivating the community.
0: Interfacing with the people.
1: Yes. And... Still, still doing some wiki stuff because we we really want to. Our one of the big big initiatives now at IGN is to really just get our wikis out there and kind of like build an, uh, a, a super user base, kind mm-hmm. of. And well, we
0: have it. It's just a matter of right, it's harnessing, harnessing them. Harnessing
1: them, right? Exactly. Because you know, I know all you guys are really passionate about your games, and we yeah. we want to use turn your passion into crazy fiendish. Forget writing.
0: cold fusion or other wild <laughs> cockeyed <laughs> theories. We have the real energy source that we're now. just sorting out how to how to save the earth with
3: Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. we can actually
0: pay someone to do that now too because we're hiring someone to work with
3: sam on wikis
1: yes that's right since i transitioned to this new role my old position is open so we're hiring a wiki editor so yeah if
0: you think you have what it takes to play games all day um but in a way that could torture you endlessly
1: it definitely you definitely need like a zen like patience
3: (laughs) yeah I would look up from my desk from <laughs> 9 to 5 and just see Stephanie playing Max Spec 3, and I'd be like, How? Every, every moment Although, of my life at this office, I can see her playing that video
0: game. You and, uh, well, on the Wikis team, you d- you definitely, it's it's definitely a few steps above, on, on the sanity scale, it's a few steps above QA testing because oh, for
1: sure.
3: at least
0: you get to play the final the game finished product. and not just <laughs> hammer on one level that's... In an, a weird alpha state all day, every day for 60 hours a week like a QA tester does.
3: Mm-hmm. Our guides are actually... I, I really like the IGN wikis. It's true. And editing them is super easy and like kind of fun. As like, opposed
1: to our old right, formatting style. Old guides
3: would just be like grueling, extremely thorough, step-by-step things. Where now with the wikis, like a lot of that content can exist elsewhere and you mm-hmm. can just... Write about like, hey, so this is how the game plays, and this is what you do in this mission. Like, it's really simple. It's not nearly as grueling as it used to be.
1: For sure, and wiki
3: wiki editor is a that's a good position now. Not something I would fear.
1: Right, and a lot of people are down on wikis. On are down on crowdsourcing information. But let me like put it this way. If I were if I were we were still on the old guide system and I was writing a guide for freaking Skyrim, <laughs> I would probably still be playing that game yeah. right now.
0: Unless she, you jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge first. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: I would probably have resorted to that like a couple months ago already. But that's that's a little depressing. Let's go back to <laughs> the uh, on so a happier
0: note. <laughs> tendencies. Uh, Mitchell Dyer. Hi. So we are recording on a Thursday, which is mildly unusual. We've been aiming for we Wednesdays. Waiting? Well, you tell me. You weren't. weren't here. I was, I was away on a mystery trip. A mystery. To see a mystery game. A magical mystery tour. Yeah. That's coming to take you away. It will Yeah. You make it sound like it was like a Beatles gamer's as if. <laughs> um. But while you were gone, uh-huh. one of us was productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Explain uh, what that's like, because I don't know. <laughs> now uh, we we had uh, Dave Lang. He's the president of and CEO. Of Iron Galaxy Studios, the makers of this week's Summer of Arcade star, the Racketeer. And Actually, it's not the, the it's, it's just, just Reketeer. Receteer. Mm-hmm. So Reketeer's out this week for yep. Summer of Arcade. It's out yesterday. And Ten Dave, bucks. Dave was nice enough to call in yesterday when you weren't around. So I had a nice little fifteen or so minute chat with him, and that's coming up later on in the show. And Can I'd you like understand to understand him. I, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, my friend. Yes, the phone system was sorted out. And he sounds great. We have mastered technology here now. <laughs> yes.
1: I remember that email that you sent about Yep. DM. Who can fix this? <laughs> Help
0: me. <laughs>
1: Please. Please. Somebody. It's, it's just not good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're all sorted. Dave's going to call in later on in the show. Or in fact, he did already call in. But you will hear it later on in the show Whoa. to talk, that's talk how some we, That's how down it's like we, we are traveling. with technology. Yeah. Well, we I did control. used to own a DeLorean. So yeah. that's, uh, that's how we do it around here. <laughs> otherwise uh, I don't know did, any any good travel stories from your trip yesterday
3: um, no I no. was just uh, day trips are weird you, f- you wake up at 5am you yeah. have trouble getting a cab to the airport at
0: 6am right you, know, you, seven o'clock you flight, go somewhere else 12 hours later right it's weird you come back well, like, what year is it I'm guessing you had a better <laughs> day than I did so I uh, night before last I had dinner as usual my wife cooked this lo- something lovely but with a little something new and that something new didn't go well for me. I Uh-oh. I started uh, like half an hour to an hour later. I started itching a little bit, to my chest. So the, this is about to get TMI.
3: Well, <laughs> it's not that
0: bad. So I'm like, oh, I, I wonder if I got a bug bite or something. So I peek up and look, and whole my whole chest and back is covered in a big red rash. Goodness. So like, this is not good. This no, is not a healthy that's not situation. What look like. So no, I call I call the. Uh, health insurance nurse line the 24-hour nurse line and said okay well you know you've ingested something that you're having an allergic <laughs> reaction to are your eyes are your eyes swollen are no are your lips swollen no is your tongue swollen no can you are you wheezing no so the, this this is good i'm not about They're to die. <laughs> but it's okay take take a couple benadryl and then you can take them every four to six hours a as cup? needed a couple oh god two
3: I was like, two hundred fifty milliliters is a lot of.
0: <laughs> no, I, we, we've got the solid, we've got the tablet okay, form at okay. home, so it, I'm, it, four hours later, it's it's not going away. It's not getting worse. That's the good news. So all right, I got to take a couple more. Finally, sort of pass out. Get up in the morning, very groggy, uh, and it's it's getting a little better, but not all the way. Down. So, all right, I'm sorry, I'm going to take two more of these things, and then I got to go to work. What I did not know because I've never. I'm sure I've taken Benadryl as a kid or something, but I haven't taken it. I can't remember taking Benadryl as an adult. Here's a lesson for all you kids out there: Benadryl might as well just be called Ambien. It you will not, you will, it will put you out so quick. It's like a tranquilizer in pill form.
1: Maybe just a little high. <laughs> I always thought Ambien didn't make you drowsy. It's just when you fall, when you actually calm yourself and go to bed, you just fall asleep easier. Well,
0: I don't oh. know about that, but Benadryl, I was pretty much barely functional and barely <laughs> conscious yesterday. <laughs>
1: you did. It sounded like you took a lot, though. Like, you took maybe seven
0: I, but, uh, well, over six. the course of 12 hours? Yeah, but every four hours, so I was following the directions. Yeah. Too much drugs. <laughs> but, man, and uh, so, boy, my, my Deadlight review should turn out interesting because I wrote it under the influence <laughs> of Benadryl. <laughs>
1: This game was...
0: Oh, but, um, yeah, so just a public service announcement. If you have trouble sleeping, Benadryl could help you if you can't get your hands on Ambien. however, also NyQuil. NyQuil. I'm yes, not a doctor. A I one. don't advocate you taking anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. AGN Entertainment does not endorse you. Yeah. <laughs> as well as sleep aid medication. I'm just saying that Benadryl could help you get really, really damn tired and want to do nothing but sleep. I thought my head was going to just hit the keyboard at the office yesterday during my as I was writing my Deadlight review, and it would be like... Uh, Randall is a dude looking for his family. And <laughs> that would just go on for about thirty pages. Strangely
1: but. enough, you, you described how people type when they submit cheats.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear, they like put shoes on their hands and you just pound the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's how they it's type good. sometimes.
0: There's a good <laughs> challenge. See if you can see how many words per minute you can type with shoes attached to your Do hands. It. All right. Anyway, uh, so stay tuned for Dave Lang calling in to talk about Recetteer, and we will kick it off right now with the news.
3: IGN's Xbox
2: 360 podcast, the podcast love, presents the news love!
0: All right, Mitch Dyer, Left 4 Dead 2. Remember that game? Yeah, I played the
3: played the nuts off it. The what? Played the nuts off that game. Shouldn't.
0: Shouldn't you leave the nuts on it? It has no more nuts. Dude. They're gone. I played them off. That's kind of cruel, I think. Sorry. That's how it goes. <laughs> okay, no no sympathy from the Mitch. Nope. Uh no, tell us, Mitch, about <laughs> what's going on with Left for Dead this week, because seriously, I actually had to look up I thought this game was 2010. So I'm like, oh it's not that 2009 November 09 wow. This game's pretty old wow. now. Mm-hmm. Man. But yet, Valve is still supporting it with content. Well, they're
3: sort trying. Sort of. They're trying. It's important that they're trying. Uh, so there's a DLC pack. I can't actually remember the name of it. Cold Stream. Cold Stream. And it's, it's a bunch of old existing maps, if I'm not mistaken. Some of it. There, is, of there it. is a new campaign. Okay. I don't know anything about video games.
0: <laughs> Why are you working
3: here? So so this DLC pack came out yep. on Steam ages ago, I feel like.
0: In beta form.
3: Okay. So it was just... And, and as Steam content is, it's free. Like, it's just... Yep. Uh, a mod or an add-on all that stuff comes to steam for free you can just add it and play it and you can do all of these different things with left 4 dead there's all sorts of stuff so if you play on pc you've had this for god knows how long if you're on xbox 360 eh, we still gotta wait because it was supposed to come out on the 24th
0: tuesday yes tuesday
3: it's still not out on the on the tuesday valve tweeted like hey just kidding it's (laughs) it's not coming we got we to gotta figure out some things. And it's still just like up in the air. Evidently,
0: it's hung up with Microsoft. Of course. Which, it is. Is, which is ridiculous. So
3: it's a combination of <laughs> that and Valve kind of not being able to stick to any schedule ever for, for all time.
0: It, well, there is literally a thing called Valve time that has i think it has its own wikipedia page amazing if i remember correctly (laughs) i'll have to look it up to be sure but
1: coined by disgruntled half uh episode three Uh, pretty much yeah
0: yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) um but yeah so we don't we don't know when this game is coming now we do know we do know that the xbox package of this content because nothing on marketplace can be free ever because microsoft's greedy yeah it's gonna be seven bucks however i know that pales in comparison to free but it's seven bucks for this new Coldstream campaign, plus four of the five campaigns from Left 4 Dead 1 ported into Left 4 Dead 2. Which one did they skip? Uh, no Mercy. The Mercy Hospital. Oh, okay, yeah, it's because No Mercy's that, already in it. Right. it's already It was in the last yeah. DLC okay, cool. The Sacrifice. Yeah. So uh, it literally the entirety of Left 4 Dead 1. Will soon be available in Left for Dead Two. Yay! Therefore, therefore completely negating <laughs> the, need the need for Left 4 Dead One, unless <laughs> yeah. you're super attached to Bill and those characters, which mm-hmm. is understandable. Yeah. I hate being a being made obsolete. I hate fans. Yeah.
1: I I thought the the Portal Two peer review DLC was free though, right? Was not that on free? Xbox Live. It, it didn't wasn't? come to Live
3: Arcade, did it? Or
0: to Live? No, it no,
3: it, did. it did. Did it?
1: And How it did they free. do that? It was free. Pretty sure. I
0: think they, they might have pulled the rabbit out of the hat on that one. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't
3: know the politics of yeah. Xbox Live very well.
0: Well, yeah. I do know Microsoft shy very much shies away from free things because mm-hmm. they want they want everything to have a value. Yep. And they <laughs> just even if you're not paying, money. For even it.
1: if it doesn't make yeah. sense. Exactly. Microsoft points. Come
0: on. Favorite zombie <laughs> game ever, Stephanie Lee. Go.
1: I actually left for dead.
0: Oh. No, that's a good answer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I really enjoy the multiplayer more than anything. It is great. It's, yeah. it's really
0: unlike anything else, where you can just—it's—it's it's unpredictable every single time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's the characters are just—they're just caricatures mostly of they're husks for you to occupy, but yeah. they had—they manage to have personalities somehow through it all. Mm-hmm.
1: And I actually don't play too many zombie games because, as some of the listeners know, I'm a big ass pansy when it comes to horror games. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you played Anisha? No. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely no. too afraid to open it. No.
0: So I'm going to install System Shock 2 on your computer and so- make it so that anything you click on on your desktop just <laughs> launches System Shock 2. Could you do that to me? Because I really <laughs> want to play that and game then I'm and gonna, can't find it. And then I'm going to.
1: Uh, and you're going to hear me shriek listen, on the other side? I'm gonna of listen, I'm going to listen
0: to the sound of you pooping your pants. <laughs>
1: that's creepy right there all right
0: (laughs) speaking of yeah there's bronies and then this (laughs) is a whole other thing (laughs) (laughs) now system shock 2 is probably the scariest game i've ever played really Really? it's that it's creepy i mean it holds up
3: over time the
0: scares that i don't know um because the graphics have obviously aged so much but that game it's the fear comes from this it's a silent it's completely silent you're on a dead spaceship Mm-hmm. so it's just anytime there's a noise you're just like <gasps> <laughs> oh. but that's ken levine that's our man at his, uh, that's in his prime where is that hd remake I, you know the problem is ea owns it no! and they don't they apparently sought fit to not get up off their asses and do something with sort it sort it out EA. give it back to ken levine for crying out loud xbox live dashboard it is a thing I've we it that. is a thing we hate but we must live with true
3: yep that's 100 percent correct
0: it's gotten worse over time, hasn't it? Oh, Isn't yeah. it amazing how much worse? It's never been yeah. worse than it it's, is right now. It's devolved.
3: <laughs> they had a nice forward movement with the uh, the new Xbox experience. Yes, getting away from the blades. Right. Nice new interface, and then, and then they threw it in the toilet. And we're like, here's some bullshit that nobody likes.
1: Let's make not everything only that, really difficult to find.
0: Not yeah. only that, in my opinion, this is purely me talking. I do not have anything official here. I think the new dashboard the current dashboard actually cost people at microsoft their job let me explain inside xbox you remember that the I've video content they yeah. had up there each and every day and week there was majors minute there was ign strategize there was the oxm report which i hosted before i came over here yep uh there was those two dudes that would come on and talk about uh there was all sorts of uk stuff going on yeah there was a lot of stuff well, all that got shut down. Remember earlier this year, I don't know if you guys ever talked about it on this show, but uh, my time. yeah, it all got shut down, and they didn't really say why, but they but the the fact of the matter is all that inside Xbox content became literally impossible to find after <laughs> they up uh, after they switched the dashboard oh, you couldn't find any of it, so therefore nobody's gonna click on it, no ad revenue, no traffic people get people get laid off all those inside Xbox people lost their jobs, yeah. Huh? Which was just saddening because I, I worked with uh, a few of them directly mm-hmm. for our for my part of inside Xbox and just good people, great, very talented people. And so, uh, yeah, I actually blame I, I blame the current Xbox dashboard for job loss. Yeah, that's fair. That's how bad it is. It's really terrible. That's how bad it is. Well, or, at, least, video games. at
1: least Microsoft attempts to uh, go through. Um, Visual changes. In, that's you know, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Of their dashboard, whereas you know the PS3 has pretty much remained the same since what, 2006.
0: Yeah. Since launch, right? Yeah, yep.
1: that's when it launched. 2006? Six. 2006. 2006. Yeah. That is
0: a fair point. You got to mm-hmm. give them points for trying. Yep. The thing I worry about, I'll get to the point here in a second of this news story, but um, you know this most recent one is f- themed after their Metro interface, which is on Windows Phone and Windows 8. My concern is that. They're they're just shoehorning it onto the Xbox for the sake of brand unity and not because it actually fits the the platform. Oh it fits the platform great if you just plug in your connect. <laughs> but even then It's better with Connect. Not as much. No.
3: It's awful. So, it's impossible to navigate, difficult to find anything. The categorizing is just the
0: worst. <sighs> and as you'll hear coming up in the Receteer interview, even developers hate certain parts of the dashboard i have to imagine
3: it costs them money yeah not, li- you, not like in spending but like people aren't gonna buy the game because they can't find can't it can't find it yeah. so
0: boy i just hope microsoft is is aware of it and actively taking steps towards making a a better interface for the next generation xbox one would hope but as for this xbox mitch why did why was there a beta open for uh for a next dashboard, yeah. So what's going on with that? We're
3: getting a fall update this year, which I had no idea was going to happen. I thought I, we were done with those forever.
0: I thought so. I figured they'd just hang it up till next Xbox. Yeah. At this
3: point, what's but no? The- we're getting some new features this fall, including Internet Explorer nine, among other things. Uh, and today, for a very wait, wait, short wait, wait, wait,
0: are we finally getting the internet browser that no one asked for uh, and that Microsoft said it would never do? <laughs> That's correct, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: if for a very short window today. There was uh, open open applications for beta access. You could register through Microsoft's website and say, yeah, I'd love to check this out early and see what's up. And then almost immediately after, they closed it because they were they were full. They were overwhelmed with applications. Uh, so soon, I'm not sure exactly when they're going to start rolling out the beta, but you're going to be able to, if you registered, check out what the future of the dashboard looks like. When you see it, please let us know if it's fixed.
0: I'm not a big fan of beta operating systems. I don't know about yeah, you guys. Yeah. I
3: don't know. <laughs> take- Someone's
1: got to do it. That's true.
3: (laughs) There's also, I don't know, it's just this this dashboard update, to call it a fall update is almost misleading because that used to mean something. It used to be like, fall update's coming, stuff's going to change, it's going to be big changes, it's going to be great, we're going to get all these new features. It's like, no, now you're going to get minor changes and a service you're never going to use. Internet Explorer, come on, nobody's going to use that. Bing, more Bing features, great, thanks.
1: Perhaps they're testing the waters for um, their next Xbox, right? They want to know what people want.
3: Yeah, I mean, could I'm, be. At this point, though, I would assume they would just include that among everything. Like, I would. I wonder if they could just flat out transition this dashboard to the next Xbox. No. Like that's
0: got to be their plan, right?
3: No. Here's all this stuff you're used now, to. Here's I'd, a worse interface.
0: I do think it's going to be a totally new dashboard, just because it's one of those things where, if you spend 400 bucks on a new console, you're not going to want to turn it on and have it look exactly the same as the last sure. one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good point.
3: I'm I have remember, one of those every now and
0: again. It,
2: if it
3: looked I like s- the Xbox 360 did in 2006, that'd be great. Yeah, like, that would be hilarious.
0: Like.
3: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Here it is. It works. You can find video games. So it was just the blades, right? You yeah. To, okay. Oh yeah. Slip between them. I'm,
1: I'm trying to remember what the. Uh, wait, there was no dashboard for the original Xbox.
3: Nah, there was like that weird nebulous green homepage yeah, yeah. if you didn't have a disc in. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: That was all uh a
1: couple
0: a couple of release dates one a delay one just locking in mitch sniper ghost warrior part Two, mm-hmm. starring mm-hmm. charlie sheen yep e- except not yeah no
1: mitch sniper
0: i'd play that the mitch sniper wait yeah. wait am i shooting or being shot <laughs> well your except answer will you. yeah your answer will tell us a lot about <laughs> what you think of yourself uh-huh uh, no delayed from october to january this is after a delay from like june into uh, june to
3: october correct which might have been the second delay i don't know where is this game good good news or bad for sniper <clears throat> 2 here i mean good because it's getting out of the way of games that are super big yes uh
0: but i don't know january might not be much better for it january i don't think there's anything big on the on the table just yet maybe it, it tees up in february with stuff like bioshock right so yeah, that-
3: yeah. No, hasn't this game been out on pc for a while
0: not the second one. Okay,
3: uh, I'm thinking of uh, this one's witch. Oh, sniper! This is I'm thinking of sniper, sniper elite. elite. Yes, God, so the me. other one. Yeah. Okay. No. So I, have, I. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is a good move. I mean, yeah. October is really crowded, right? We... Borderlands will have just come Assassin's out. Assassin's
3: Creed. Assassin's Creed is October Dishonored. 20th.
1: Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Dishonored.
0: That's people right. Are,
3: people are talking about that new gameplay video that came out today.
0: Did your pants just tighten a little bit, Mitch? Be honest. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you want to no, You don't. You want to? You don't want to speak uh impolitely with a lady in the room <laughs> i get it uh-huh <laughs> sure
1: it's okay i can handle it <laughs> erections <all> around <laughs> for everybody
0: <laughs> Woo. yes mitch go ahead tell us about it no let's talk no. about video no. let's move on dance
3: central that has a date
0: all right i we talked off the air you mentioned off the air stephanie that you're a k-pop fan or at least this was brought to my attention. I'm not sure if Certainly. you were here yet. Uh, I
1: so, haven't actually been listening to too much lately.
0: Dance but. Central 3. Is this something that happens in your living room?
1: No, unfortunately not, because oh I don't have the living room space to.
3: Hmm. Good point. Plot my arms. I'm and in the club. Parts around. Yeah. Yeah. But fortunately, we have a giant office. Uh, I'm gonna play so much Dance Central here.
1: Uh, I did hear the good news about it, though, that it's, it features some really rad K-pop bands in there.
3: I don't know any of them. I don't know any of them either. I saw the list. It was like, K-pop is in Rock b- or Dance Central. And I looked and I saw no names that I recognized.
1: It was, actually, it's, it's pretty surprising to me. I mean, I, I guess it's become so mainstream here that they're going to include it into Dance Central. Good. Well, yeah. good
0: progress. All I will say is that I maintain that the double dig move from Dance Central 1 is the greatest connect gesture of all which time. Which
1: one is that? Yeah, which one?
0: Well, we're on an audio We're on an audio podcast.
3: Yeah, we'll, so describe you.
1: we'll describe it as you do it. I'm curious for
3: me. Sorry, listeners. It's the one where, where you're like That's doing... this one they did in the commercial, right?
0: Uh, yes, that one. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I can't remember.
3: You're, you're like doing this. Us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. With the, with the elbows With, the, and with the, the foot going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you like, like punt, you're, you're, turn your legs one yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. way and, and then go the other way. That's like the most fun connect. It really yeah, is the most fun move I've ever made in front of my connect. Because most of the time you're just waving at things, or like your receteer review that's up now. Go watch Mitch's video review. You can see my Kinect shame. Yeah, it's me flopping around like on a pool. on display, like a goldfish out of the bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there. Um, but yeah, Dance Central three October sixteenth. Can't Another wait. October game. Mark your calendar. That is the. That's definitely the big. Well, one of the two big Kinect games of the fall. The other being Fable: The Journey.
3: Silence all around the table. (laughs) I just,
0: I don't know about that game as far as if it's if it's going to have an appeal. If people are going to go for it, I'm up and down on it. Every time I I hear the name,
3: I don't know if I'm excited or totally ambivalent.
0: I appreciate that they're trying something unique and different with it. I'll give them that. They're not just crapping out a Fable Four with a new area of Albion to run around. But whether it actually works and is fun is a bit of a different matter entirely.
1: Did Molyneux depart while mid-development? or yep. he it, did. Yeah. He
0: did. He did. He was like, see ya! No, Can't doesn't take it like anymore. anymore.
1: He's like, the ideas are just not fantastical enough for <laughs>
3: me. <laughs> it's not hitting the pure emotion that I'm looking to
0: retrieve. <laughs> I don't think he sounds like that either. <laughs>
1: you might as well.
0: It's a complete revolution, Roy. <laughs> you sound like... Yeah. Um, uh, sound like some giant cartoon animal that i can't quite eeyore? put my finger on
1: <laughs> a british eeyore
0: yeah kind of it's a total innovation <laughs> oh no you sound like uh those dudes from mass effect the awesome guys uh, the Elcor. The Elcor, yes <laughs> reluctant agreement yeah <laughs> you said it you're right all right um job listings seems like there's a lot of interesting job listings making the rounds these mm-hmm. days including this one, a Microsoft job listing that suggests Connect 2 that mentions, quote, that you can help create the next generation of natural user interface. So for our listeners out there, if you want Connect not to suck, here's your chance to put your money where your mouth is. Apply online at Microsoft's job site. Go make a connect and make it so we can all play it in our terrible small apartments. That's right. And thank you. Our tiny offices and living rooms.
1: Honestly, I'm I'm wondering why Microsoft never tapped into all the homebrew stuff that people were doing. Those things were rad. Like remember the the automated they shopping have, cart thing. They must like, have
0: talked to those people though,
3: right? Well, yeah, the they
1: thing, must
0: have reached out. They did. Remember, in the very very beginning. They gave a big middle finger to all those people. They were like, you're violating right. our terms of service. Yeah. This is bullshit. But then, not long after, somebody in the in Microsoft got a hold of, wised up and got a hold of everybody and said, wait, these guys are actually doing some really smart stuff. And then they, then they sort of seemed to embrace it, but not to the extent that you guys are saying we're, I mean, they've had things where... They've done like incubator programs where they say, "Well, we'll give, come on in, and pitch your idea, and we'll give you ten thousand dollars to make it if we pick yours." But, but they haven't seemingly haven't really latched onto the stuff that's already out there, yeah. like what you guys are saying. The one that always comes to mind for me was a story last year about that surgeon in I think up in Ontario, if I remember right, actually using Connect during surgery to shorten. So he was shortening the surgeries by like twenty minutes because when he would go to look at images or something on the computer, he rigged up his Kinect to it so that with his, you know, bloodied, contaminated <laughs> gloves, he could just gesture rather than having to take the gloves off, clean huh. up, go over to the, right. the computer, and then suit back, you know, put the hmm. gloves back on and go back to it. That's the one that I always thought. It's like, wow, that's actually benefiting yeah. humans yeah, in, the, in no. a real, real way. All
1: the non-video game stuff that people have been doing with Kinect is really, like, some minority report- yeah. stuff man yeah. and, and i don't stop pumping out video games yeah, yeah maybe maybe
0: you're right maybe <laughs> connect is just miscast as yeah. a video game apparatus yeah. and it should be given to smart people in human society to smart. make to make you know just general everyday life yeah better. the fitness stuff is really good that's true and your shape is awesome that's true however Maybe it's not quite miscast as a games device. Maybe just more miscast as a hardcore games device. Yeah. Because Mitch, this take this grab this next news item here. Th- this actually could be a good fit for Connect here.
3: Yeah. So all all three of these games, I'm kind of excited about. Uh, so if if you remember, because you're
0: a creepy adult male. Exactly correct. Yeah. So I can't wait to play Sesame
3: Street. <laughs> no. Uh, so so <laughs> that was. Can really Can you
0: tell me how to get?
1: Did they ever change Cookie Monster to Vegetable Monster? No.
3: Uh, oh, it's, well, okay, okay, kind of. People rag on this a lot. They're like, oh, he's, he only eats vegetables now. No, 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 no. He just eats vegetables and then gets cookies when he, he Wait, what it.
0: happened with Cookie Monster and vegetables? He eats vegetables now. <laughs> Why?
1: They didn't want to relay this negative message to kids that they should eat cookies In what all the time. world are cookies negative?
0: But cookies are freaking delicious.
1: Well, the, when you have a bunch of kids that are obese and running around, well, they're not Cookie! actually running around. That's the method. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't do this.
3: We'll find out if all of this is uh, true in Sesame Street TV when it comes to Connect this fall. It's coming out on September eighteenth. It's a kind of an episodic thing. You pay thirty bucks, you get eight episodes of Sesame Street, and it's just like really awesome interactive TV yeah, show. Thirty minute
0: episodes on
3: Connect that kids can just like hang out with the monsters on Sesame Street. It's like an educational like edutainment thing. Yes, yeah, so,
0: yeah. They're as you said, they're they're essentially. You know, a kid doesn't know that it's not being broadcast live over television, nor do they care. So it looks, uh, evidently, it looks like an episode of Sesame Street, except it's like you can interact with it. Like you're, like they, like Big Bird can see you. It'll sell two, two copies. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, I wish I had this stuff as a kid. Like, having Connect as a kid and just play and just experiencing all that. Like, Connect Star Wars, I would have had so oh, much yeah. fun with that.
3: And this is the stuff, like, I'm not excited to play Sesame Street or... The stuff that I'm gonna dig into in a minute, but this is like really amazing smart use of Connect. I agree, mm-hmm. and I agree. It's, so the National Geographic TV also got a release date of September 18th, same day. Also eight episodes, episodic thing, thirty bucks. Uh, and it's another edutainment thing. It's not a game that you load up and you're like, Alright, I'm gonna get a high score, I'm gonna get achievements, I'm gonna play multiplayer, I'm gonna go through this story. It's like, no, 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 no. no. It's just you learn about some tigers or something. I I don't know. We'll see. What I don't know either. But, like, I am really excited to see this stuff, because this is really... I think this kind of stuff is important, and Connect is a really awesome vehicle to deliver this kind of content.
0: I agree. I agree. What's the uh, third item? What was the third one?
3: So the third one is the Nike Plus Connect training, which at E3, you know, maybe it went on for a little bit too long. Oh, my God. Even, it
0: was like half the conference.
3: Matthew McConaughey's face walked out on stage and started demoing
0: this. He looked like a Matthew McConaughey... After like years of cocaine abuse, <laughs> he did. As he was like kind of rail thin with a, but the same face. Like yeah. you're saying, it was like Matthew McConaughey's face. It was a weird,
3: weird moment on the at, at the E3 conference. But I mean, Nike Connect is it's kind of a cool thing, right? Like it, it tracks what you're doing with your Nike Fuel Band too. I think, yeah, the but little it's a fitness game like Your Shape, and it looks to serve very similar purposes. This is real life stuff, stuff that you will use to better yourself or your kids. And it's on your Xbox. That's kind of awesome. I agree. I'm into this kind of content. Or
1: people can just go outside and do the same. Yeah, thing. <laughs> this is true.
3: You could just take you your Nike shut Fuel shut your band. mouth. Some vitamin D. <laughs> D is, uh,
1: but you know, you mentioned that it's compatible with the Nike Fuel Band.
3: I think it is. I'm not making that up, right? I thought no, they, you're not. That's okay, correct. Okay.
1: And you neglect to mention that Fuel Band costs like 80 or 150 bucks. Yeah, what?
3: which is triple the price of this game. I know. It's insane. available on
0: October 30th. October hmm. 30th.
1: It's so more expensive than gym membership, people. Oh
0: yeah. What you're saying, Mitch, is that so September 18th for for Sesame Street and Nat Geo yep. is suck it Borderlands 2 out the same day.
3: Yeah, sorry. And Randy Pitchford. Yeah. Entertainment is here. You
0: probably, Randy. You probably should have thought of that before you set the release date of your game. You done goofed. And then Nike Plus Connect Training. Suck it, Assassin's Yeah, Creed. that's a legit mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. Uh, yeah, different audiences, but still, come on. All right, a uh, couple more stories this week. Layoffs again. This time at W B Seattle. Can we stop talking about layoffs for the rest Snow of the Snowblind monolith and surreal. That's what encompasses the W B Seattle brand, the the umbrella there. And I'm with you. This it's it's getting. I, I really question the the next generation if if this is how it's going. I mean, it, it seems yeah. like we literally can't go a week without talking about a big layoff story.
3: Yeah, uh, THQ seems to come up in the news every now and then. Um, They're definitely and, in hot water. Yeah, and that, that makes me worry for Vigil. Darksiders 2 is coming out soon, and like I, I hope that they can make it through that.
0: You know, we were talking about this in the office yesterday, and I, I agree. I mean, I, of course, nobody wants to see this happen, but I, I really have a fear that darksiders 2 will come out in less than 30 days from now yeah it'll do decently it sell decently be a massive success but yeah but it and then they'll that studio is going to get shut down in like two months which sucks because they're working on a warhammer game that
3: kind of sounds like space marine 2 because they were doing hmm. the uh the dark millennium online that's MMO, right and then they killed that mmo and it turned into something else and it kind of sounds like it's going to be a single-player space marine-esque action game those guys get action games that could be awesome then That's what about true. Uh,
1: the South Park game that they're going to be coming out with? That's in
3: March. Uh, that I, I don't think that would affect Obsidian, because um, THQ doesn't own them. But it's still like, uh, come on, pull
0: through. But, but THQ, we don't know. THQ might be the ones that actually hold the South Park license sure. for this game. Yeah. So if they—if something went went pear-shaped there... Obsidian could be left with a South Park game, but no South Park license. We don't know. I hope. I hope not. I hope the game just comes out. Those as of us who are
3: pear shaped resent that comment.
0: <laughs> well, you can work on your shape with Nike <laughs> Plus <laughs> Connect training. October 30th. Out October thirtieth for Connect. So yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of bad news, <laughs> Microsoft posts their first ever loss. In wow, their really? quarter four earnings report, four hundred ninety two million bucks. Jesus! For the whole com- This whole company. This isn't
3: just.
1: This is a, this is losses.
0: Yeah. yeah, that can't be the Xbox's wow. fault. The thing oh, has no. been on a
3: huge upswing for like almost two years straight. Top sales of the month, every month.
0: Yeah. Um, I. One thing that was cited in here was like additional costs and research, which leads you Thanks, to believe. Windows
3: Phone. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, Well, yeah, it could be research like, R&D
3: for the next-gen console.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I think. Because hmm. oh, that always happens. You spend a lot of money when you're yeah. investing in the next machine. So, uh, yeah, if you've got Microsoft stock, you're probably crying in your Cheerios <laughs> today.
1: I mean, that sort of makes sense. Like, Microsoft... Microsoft's bread and butter for the last two decades were just basically selling software, right? Yeah, they Windows have, and Office. Much they didn't hardware even sell beyond, hardware. Yeah, exactly. And now with Apple pretty much edging them out and just dominating the market, yep. it's not too surprising. they got to change their strategy, which they're doing.
3: Yeah. Moving toward
0: entertainment. Your Xbox is yep. not a video game machine anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Let's end on a good note. Minecraft. Are you... you you, um, Stephanie, are you a Minecraft person? No, Being a wiki, I
1: have not played Minecraft at all. But I do love Legos.
0: Mm. Mitch, yeah. Minecraft. No, I played it for like 15 minutes. I fear it. Me to too. be honest with you, it's a game I think I would love to death because I too grew up with and love Legos. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like it's like a drug. If I, if I take it, if I have one taste, <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna fall into a dark hole that I'll never emerge from. Just one more bump. <laughs> But uh, many people seem to be latching on, seem to be falling into that very black hole very willingly. With How Minecraft. many, Ryan? Three million copies on Xbox 360 now. That is now. no joke. Hot
1: damn. So
0: many, re, many retail games do not sell that worldwide. Or anywhere close yeah. to yeah. that. I I've, I don't know if I've said it on this show, but I'll, I'll say this either way. I am going to laugh. Like, What will it say about Microsoft's first-party lineup when the end of the year rolls around (laughs) and Minecraft for live arcade is the highest selling first party game other than Halo. Like watch it, watch it beat out Fable the Journey. Watch it beat out. What else is uh, there? Oh my God, there are no exclusives this year. Pretty much.
3: Wow. Well, okay.
0: Forza Horizon. Watch it beat out Forza Horizon. Absolutely. Uh, uh, oh my God. Either we don't know anything about Xbox, <laughs> or this year is bleak for exclusives. Well, for, yeah, for first party. Wow,
3: well, plus
1: Minecraft has like a lower barrier to entry in terms of price, right? It's like yeah, yes, bi- yes,
0: and no. 30? It's twenty dollars, sixteen hundred points, but that's that's uh, a lot more than any other Xbox Live Arcade game. Twenty dollars yeah, yeah. on Live Arcade has traditionally been rejected summarily by consumers. A few games tried it. And they bombed, and $15 seems to be the sweet spot mm-hmm. for live arcade games now, except for Minecraft. Minecraft is $20, which, and it has it has just uh, sold like hotcakes. It's crazy. Yeah,
3: I don't understand that game. Like, I, I appreciate it, and I look at it, and I'm like, well, okay, that's fun. I have no idea how that game has exploded in the way it has. Don't understand. Wallets unlocked. With the bleeps and the bloops and the blops.
0: Yes, all of those things are can be heard in this show. Marketplace report, Mitch. Hi, that's me. That's you. I guess I need. Or maybe why don't we toss it to Stephanie? Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we hear a little more from her and a little less from from you and me? (laughs) I don't want to talk. What's going on? What can we? Talk, what can we spend our money on on our Xbox this so week, just, Stephanie? Do I
1: just read through this?
0: You bet. What's going on in retail? What can we go to the stores and buy?
1: Well, Ryan, let me tell you. In retail, we have me coach, and it's M I. Is that is that a typo? Me guys? coach, yeah. My coach. No, my not coach. a typo. What? <laughs> oh, I've well, never heard of this. Okay, well, it's my coach, not me coach. Then my coach by Adidas. It's on Connect. It's forty bucks.
0: It's a me coachio. <laughs> oh God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next on. Xbox Live Arcade, we have Mitch's recently reviewed Wrecketeer. Game's pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. $10 is actually a really reasonable price. Yeah. yeah.
3: Everything else on uh, Summer of Arcade is 15 That's true.
1: And that came out yesterday? Correct. Cool. Uh, and Marketplace, playable demo of Pro Evolution Soccer 2013.
0: Which, of course, is free for any of you that actually like the game of soccer. So that series used to be awesome. I don't like soccer at all.
3: But I loved playing Winning Eleven. Yeah. Yes. Which it became Pro Evolution. And now Correct. that series is garbage. Those well, games are terrible. You know
0: what you know what I think happened? Now this is coming from purely an industry observer perspective, sure. because I am not a soccer guy either. I'm I'm not familiar with the games, but it seemed like Pro Evolution Soccer got really, really good. Really good. And then at a time when EA wasn't really paying much attention to FIFA, they were just <laughs> kind of crapping it out every right. year like clockwork. Pro evolution got real good and they woke the sleeping giant and ea went <laughs> oh my we can we're oh, getting we're getting our asses kicked and then they figured out not only should they make a better game but if they made a better game it's a global brand that's bigger than madden yep.
3: is fifa is huge and that game is awesome we played fifa at e3 oh my god yeah,
0: it's always in the top five of the most most played xbox yes. games hmm. it's I on,
1: on the list
3: yeah. super
0: fun I don't even care about soccer, but it's super fun to play
3: those.
1: I just remember playing uh, Winning Eleven with, uh, with my cousin, who's a huge soccer fan.
0: Yeah, Winning Eleven. Winning Eleven it. is both the best title and the worst title. No, I think it's just the worst. You could possibly have. Well, I, I don't know. I think it's creative. I think it's, but, but as far as marketability, it's kind of tough. What's Winning, what, winning what? I love when game titles don't sound like video
3: game titles. <laughs> like Sleeping Dogs. That's awesome. I love it. Such a good name. Gears of War. Probably the worst video game name ever.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on
3: now. Gears of War? They're called Cogs? I I don't know. I love that series, but come on. I
1: think Resident Evil takes the cake for worst video game ever. I mean, worst video game name ever.
0: Biohazard is is strange. But then they decided in English to go with Resident Evil.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I'm trying Hmm. to think of other video games that are coming out. Darksiders. Ugh. Video games.
0: Yeah, shouldn't that game just be called "Kick F and Ass" as the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. Two.
3: Farland's Four Horsemen. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: that's what I would have called it. Yeah.
1: I'd think play of those. Other ones. Hmm.
3: Halo's a, a good name. Unlocked at ign.com. Tell us the worst video actually, game title ever.
1: Actually, that PlayStation All Stars oh Battle God. Royale. Whatcha? 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 whatcha that's, whatever. That's pretty bad. Yeah.
0: Whereas, of course, you know, Smash Brothers is just cool. Yep. Fallout sounds cool. I agree. Dishonored sounds really cool. It does.
3: So use like them use like those
1: one word names. So
3: the pattern would seem. (laughs) Doom is probably the all-time worst, actually. What? As a title? Are you serious? It's the word doom yeah that's awesome i don't know yeah, man as, as a
1: society we have a death wish so anything that sounds death-like is awesome
0: do you know the code name for doom and how much better doom is than its pew, code pew, name? bang bang shooter bang no it was it's green and pissed are you serious that was actually a thing that's amazing <laughs> that was of course they obviously had no intention of actually <laughs> going through with that but that was the code name for it's Doom. green
3: and pissed
0: yes Alright, let's come right back here in just a second and we'll talk to Dave Lang all about his new game, Wrecketeer. This week, we have another Summer of Arcade guest. We had Tony Hawk come on last week, and this week it's Dave Lang, the president of Iron Galaxy Studios, the developer behind this week's Summer of Arcade game. Game number two of the five, and that is Wrecketeer. Dave, welcome.
2: Hey, thanks, Ryan. How's it going? Going well.
0: Uh, so, your game is out. Uh, first of all... This game, you you were telling me a while back that you've been in development for a little while on this, right?
2: Yeah, we started, the original, like, pitch and prototype stuff happened way back in, like, October of 2010. So almost uh, two full years start to end. Pretty crazy.
0: So um, how have, I'm curious, how, how have you seen Connect evolve, besides obviously getting a, a name instead of Project Natal? Because if you've been sort of toying with it for that long, that means you've had... Uh, you know, you've, you've had yeah. the kit since the earlier days, I suspect.
2: Well, yeah, we were even working on it before then. So the whole reason we got to pitch this game in the first place is we did a lot of work with Microsoft and Connect before this. Like, we worked with the Phosphor guys on uh, Space Pop and Connect Adventures.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
2: after that, we worked on getting another XBLA game greenlit with another developer. And kind of based on the strength of that work, Microsoft kind of gave us their own crack at it. But, yeah, we've been working on, on all stuff since, like... January of 9. Wow! Uh, it was when the tall till it came out and Connect, obviously. So yeah, we've got some time under our belt for sure.
0: So I'm curious, where did the, where did the idea for RecaTeer come from for you guys?
2: Uh, it, was a, it was a couple big influences. Like we're all big Boombox fans here in the studio, mm-hmm. and we're basically, you know, the original premise for the game was, "What's something that we could make that would show off what Connect can do?" And so we kind of looked at other motion control games for kind of inspiration. And started off like, oh, we'll start off with like something like Boombox because that's a really good motion control game. Then we kind of sprinkled in obviously the Angry Birds influences, and then we also sprinkled in some stuff like from Burnout Crash Mode. Like that's all the aftertouch from the show right, right. there. And just kind of mix it all up in a pot and say, like, okay, this is mechanically what the game is. And then we put our own stamp on it with a bunch of the thematics and a bunch of just the comedy and the story and that kind of stuff.
0: We well, certainly uh, you did you you did it first, not me mentioning Angry Birds because that that does seem to be the most common uh, comparison. Do you do you cringe when people bring up Angry Birds within the context of your game, or or rather, do you embrace it?
2: Uh, you know, it, it's half one uh, <laughs> six dozen of the other. <laughs> I guess to to totally ruin that metaphor, uh, <laughs> it's uh it's kind of like I, I wish people just kind of thought of it like you know, no one says like oh Call of Duty is a Halo clone, right? You know. Uh, it's just a genre game that's been here long before Angry Birds. You know, it's, I think of it as like worms and you know it's all those kind of like physics destruction games. So I kind of cringe at it, but at the same time, I totally get it. You know, it, the analogs are there and we wear them on our sleeves. So uh, I definitely don't begrudge anybody that. Um, but I do, I guess when people do it dismissively and don't kind of recognize the original stuff and the stuff that we brought that's unique and new to, and new to the genre, yeah. that's the only time I kind of cringe, you know.
0: Well, can, can you give us a little bit of background on some of those, that, those new ideas? Because, well, the good news is, so Wrecketeer is out today for 800 Microsoft points, which is 10 American dollars. Yeah, no space bucks. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, the beauty part, of course, of any Xbox Live Arcade game, any downloadable game, is you can download a trial version. So I encourage anybody listening to do that. But, but what is sort of the, the basic crux of the gameplay, Dave? Sure.
2: So for us, I think like, the difference between us and other physics-based destruction games is most of the gameplay in our game happens when the shot's in the air. So, you know, you, you can line up the shot like you can in the other games, but that's not where the, 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 a lot of the fun comes from. Every single shot, when it's in the air, has its own set of unique in-air mechanics to guide it and control it and kind of get it where you want it to go. And I would say, you know, if you're playing the game quote-unquote right, at least 85% of the gameplay is with the shot in the air, and it's not necessarily about meticulously lining up and aiming, you know, exactly what you want to shoot at, right? Right. Whether you're waving the basic shot to the target or you're flying the flying shot with your arms out like wings. right? Like that, 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 I think, is our unique stamp on it. And that's the stuff that's most fun, and that's the stuff I personally like doing most in the game.
0: And it's this is definitely, to be clear, this is a great uh, game for the whole family, right? Which, you know, on Xbox, there aren't exactly a lot of those.
2: Yeah, no, my, my kids love it. I've got three kids. I've got an 8, a 5, and a 3. And the 3 can't really wants to play it, but isn't quite tall enough yet. Hmm. Uh, but the 8 and the 5-year-old love it. And, uh, you know, I still play it every single day. It's uh, tons of fun to get on there and compete for high scores with your friends and stuff.
0: So that, that begs the question, now, you, you know, the full, final retail version is only just out today, but have you gotten uh, all 400 achievement points as of yet?
2: No, I don't have the, I don't have the <laughs> one for getting 1,000 goblins yet. I think I'm at like 700-some-odd goblins, but I've got, I've got 380, so 380 to 400, so pretty good.
0: You mentioned uh, earlier in the call talking, uh, taking a bit of inspiration, looking at other Kinect games. What, what other Kinect titles stand out for you that were either things that, 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 that sort of made you actively think during the development of this?
2: Um, well, obviously, if we're talking about other influences, we were on our sleeve. We completely ripped off the damn central menu system. So thanks to John Drake and the crew at Harmonics for that. Well, you're not the first. Um, yeah, Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I, think it's a little bit, I don't think it's like one whole game that I really look to and I'm like, oh, this whole game's awesome. But there's definitely bits and experiences from kind of every single thing that I like. Um, like there's parts of, you know, Kinect Sports Season 2 I really like. I think there's, there's parts of Power Up Heroes that mm, are really, really cool. One. Um, and so there's just like a lot of little different things you kind of take away from all those different experiences and you kind of learn lessons and apply to what you do, you know?
0: What what was maybe was there a, something that was a, a huge surprise, either good or bad, during the making of this game? Either something you 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 guys stumbled on that turned out to be awesome, or something with Connect, uh, good or bad?
2: Yeah, this is let me think about that. It wasn't so much with the Connect stuff; it was more just uh, you know this is our studio's first original game from scratch, and a lot of us have programming backgrounds, so we kind of had to build up our art and our design capability. And, um, we, you know, we kind of like were dismissive of that challenge originally because it's like, oh, we've, a lot of us were at Midway or EA or Microsoft or wherever. We've been yeah. on these big AAA game teams before, so it's no big deal. But just kind of underestimating how hard it is when you have to build all that from scratch. Um, I, I think that was probably the biggest, you know, surprise that was, you know, probably good and bad, uh, for us in the project. Um, not quite what you're looking for there, but there you go.
0: <laughs> were there any, were there any features that you had on the list that, that you had to cut for time or any other reasons?
2: Yeah, we had a bunch of we, so yeah, we have a bunch of castles uh, that we didn't just finish because at the end, when it was clear, it's like, okay, we're getting near the end, and we've got, you know, like 80 some odd castles, but just a lot of them aren't very good, and the amount of work required to get them good would be you basically would like we could take these, these, these 60 or so that are already really fun and make them even better or we could kind of apply that time to getting these other 20-some-odd ones off the snuff. We kind of decided to lop off and just polish the stuff that was already good, and I think that was like absolutely the right decision. Um, other stuff, like the original design doc, we wanted to have multiple kinds of launchers. Like We wanted like a trebuchet. We wanted a catapult. We wanted a bunch of different kinds of things. I think we had, like, 20 different types of ammunition, wow. um, and we, we prototyped a lot of that stuff. And kind of keeping with the theme from before, we just ended up just, like some of it didn't work for whatever reason, and we just ended up sticking with the very best of the best, and kind of just going forward with
0: that. I'm curious. I always, I like to ask every Xbox Live Arcade developer this question because I know as a gamer it frustrates me. Now, as you know, um, aside from the occasional Minecraft or Trials, uh, Trials Evolution, it's pretty tough for Live Arcade games to crack uh, seven-figure sales, a million sales. It seems to me largely because. There, there's so many 360s out there, and there's so many of them are connected to Xbox Live. But, but I find that Microsoft doesn't. I don't think they do a great job of promoting all the great stuff on Arcade in the dashboard. It seems like it's kind of buried. How, do you do you feel like uh, that Live Arcade should be should be brought a little more to the forefront on on the dashboard itself?
2: Yeah, I think and this is not Dave Lang, CEO of Iron Galaxy, talking. <laughs> this is Dave Lang, gamer extraordinaire, uh, talking. Like, I think the thing I wish I could do, and I totally get why you can't, because business, et cetera, but I really wish, like, listen, I don't give a crap about music. I just turn that whole thing off, Yeah. you know? I don't give a crap about these apps, or I don't give a crap about whatever this is. Let me just turn that off and fill that space up with more game stuff. You know, I, I wish I could customize the Dash, so I think that would fix the problem. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just generically, I think, like, they've just got so much stuff crammed into there, and they pack more and more stuff in every year. It's kind of like a, a two-edged sword, right? It's like, wow, it's awesome to keep giving me more stuff, and now I can get on Crackle or Hulu or whatever the heck it is. But sometimes that, like you said, comes at the expense of like discoverability. I'm um, just the core thing you're there for in the first place, which is games.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, um, and their their solution to that, that they've their, that's their sort of message about it is, well, we have Bing Voice Search, so you can just search for anything yeah. you want. But but with a game like yours, that's that's fun and and interesting, and uh, obviously has a mass appeal particularly, you know, if you say to someone, oh, there's, you know, that Connect you bought a Christmas or two ago, there's a there's a cool Angry Birds game with a twist up there called Receteer, but you'd never, you, if you don't know about it, you can't search for it on Bing, right?
2: Right, yeah, exactly. You need, you need to know, like, unless it's there on the main splash, like, you need to know it exists to find it, you know, and that that's pretty much a bummer, but, um, I, I, you know, it's a hard problem. Like, I don't think anyone solved it properly. Like, iTunes sucks. Yeah, Android's door Store sucks. Like PSN, I don't think is any better. So like, I don't think it's so much as like, wow, Microsoft's really screwing this up. Is it's just a hard problem. that I don't think anyone has solved really well yet.
0: Right. Know? Is is a solution to to just have a whole Xbox Live Arcade tab on the dashboard? You know, we got there's games, video, TV, movies. Should I? I think I'd love to see Live Arcade have its own uh, have its own grounded area there where you can just go and poke around for for all these great games.
2: I, yeah, I think it'd be almost kind of like, and this is like, uh, this is gonna sound weird when I say it, but I almost wish it was kind of like Reddit, right? Where the more like pops or something was among your friends, the more like kind of like clicks it got. Right. The, the more it was broadcast to you, right? So, so you're talking yeah.
0: about things kind of getting voted up higher on the yeah, dashboard. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah, like it wasn't so much like marketing dollars kind of determined what made it up there, but actual gamer dollars, you know. And, uh, like, I, I get, like, why it is the way it is, and your games need to have a chance to succeed, too. Like I said, it's a very hard problem. But I kind of wish there was one view that was like, hey, what have all my friends played in the last month or something like that? Yeah. Right? And these are people I know and these are people I trust and, you know, these people I went to college with or whatever. And so it's, it's just it's not this kind of, like, indiscriminate just blasting of info. It's more of like a curated kind of thing of people I know and like, you know. Right. So I, I think that would help fix it. But, you know, like I said, hard problem. Um, how about,
0: I, I'm just curious as, as a, uh, from a developer perspective, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to, to visit many, many developers over my career. And, you know, most, most places it's, everybody's got their cubicle and they've, you know, they've got their computer, but then they've got their, their Xbox 360 kit there with a, with a small monitor or television to, cause you know, you got to test the game and get in there all the time. How do you manage that when you're making a Kinect game? How, do you guys just have... Uh, your, is your whole team in a giant warehouse just so everyone has their own connect space how how do you logistically uh manage a team that's making a connect game because everybody needs to have a, a copy of the you know a build of the game and connect at their desk
2: yeah so that, that actually is a good point uh and it kind of leads into another kind of like pro tip for developing with connect like the worst thing you can do when you're making a connect game or any motion game in my opinion is hook up the game to the controller the controller because like You have to spend so much time when you're working with Connect or whatever it is to make that feel good and make it work all the time and make it responsive and right that, like, if you put up debug stuff or you make it so, like, you can play it sitting down at your desk, no one will ever use the Connect just because it's, like, it's a bigger pain in the butt to stand up and, you know, walk 10 feet from your desk. Sure. And so you really need a lot of, kind of, like, institutional discipline to make sure that doesn't make its way in and everyone plays with Connect all the time. And to do that, like you said, you need big space. And we've just got one massive open floor plan at, like, 4,000 square feet. And we've got basically the the team kind of lines the inside wall and the outside wall, <laughs> and they step back like so. When they're pulling the ballista back, you know they're they're facing the walls and they're stepping back into the center of the office. And uh, it definitely takes up a lot of room to do connect games. That's for sure.
0: So so all you've just got a bunch of people standing around a a, a man-made atrium essentially in the center of the basically.
2: office. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically. It, uh, it, it, I, I don't if we ever had to do two connect things at once. I'm not sure how we'd pull it off in this space. That's for sure.
0: Um, would you, well, I'm curious, you know, is we've seen a lot of next gen rumors start to pop up here and there, probably some red herrings, maybe some legitimate things. But if Microsoft called you tomorrow and maybe they already have for all I know, but what, what would you want to see having made a connect game and put it out there for the world? What would you want to see on a next gen connect?
2: That's a good question. I, I think like, I, I, so much of the, I think what's wrong with connect and what's wrong with games for it. Isn't like would it be better if the hardware had more resolution. Would it be better if it was more responsive or was less latency for sure. But like, I think so much of what makes Recketeer work with Connect, maybe other games aren't responsive is just like understanding what it's good at and what it's bad at. Right. You know what what's what's inherently fun to do with motion, and what's better like left on a controller. Right. And like just, like better hardware isn't gonna give people that knowledge. Like the only way people are gonna get better with Connect. Is just to make games for it and kind of figure out the ins and outs and what, what is inherently fun about the platform. But I guess one thing I personally would like is if it had – this is just, once again, coming from my house. I've got a ceiling fan in my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever I'm playing, like if I – like for Racketeer, for example, I have to raise my hands above my head. Uh-oh. Like, you know, yeah, that, sometimes lose it loses, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and it would be better, you know, like it would be fantastic if a you know, Kinect could just know. It's like, no, so I know this thing is gear. I can kind of extrapolate from other positions in the body where the arms are here and figure it out. I think that kind of stuff would be awesome because expecting people to move their living around every time I want to play a Connect game is just kind of unrealistic. Yeah. Like it's kind, of, it's kind of got to work in living rooms as they exist, you know? But it's got to work with coffee tables and it's got to work with ottomans and it's got to work with ceiling fans. And that would, that would be the thing I'd really like to see out of the next gen if yep. they were to do
0: you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that story, I, I almost thought it was going to take a dark turn that you, you, you raised your arms up while playing the <laughs> game and stuck your hands into a, a moving ceiling fan and, and broke a finger or something.
2: No, that's actually why they call I actually lost it at the wrist. That's why they call me Stubby. <laughs> so, <yeah>.
0: Stubby Lang. <laughs> he has a grave tale of game development sorrow.
2: It was a tough dude. He had, to, he had to give up the whole hand for Ricketeer, but
0: I had to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're literally invested in your game, right? You're getting <laughs> your hands dirty in in every sense of the word. Exactly. Um, so you mentioned that this is, you know, you are you guys, Iron Galaxy Studios, you're based out of the Chicago area. Um, right. What, uh, you know, and you're, and you're this is your first big project. So uh, what's next for you guys? What else are you working on?
2: We've got Marvel vs. Capcom Origins. uh coming out in September. I think that's like middle of September that's coming out on um, mm-hmm. XBLA and, and PSN. And then we've got... Uh, so one of the ways we're wired, we're not like a traditional game company that's like... You know, there's 35 of us here. We'll never have 35 people on one project at once. We just don't think it makes like good business sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always doing like six, seven, eight projects at a time. So we've got a bunch of stuff coming out. We've got like Ms. Explosion Man Mobile. That's going to be given some hard and outdoor release dates relatively soon. Uh, and then, like I said, Marvel, Capcom Origins, and then just a whole metric ton of other stuff we've been working on for a while in silence that I can't talk about yet. So it's going to be it's an exciting time here for sure. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming out over the next year, and I look forward to talking about it all, that's for sure.
0: So Ms. Splosion Man Mobile, is so you're you are making the legitimate version as opposed to, the, I think there wasn't, wasn't Splosion, yeah, Splosion. Man the, the game where there was the controversy about an, yeah. a year or so ago where some, I don't know, Game Loft or yeah. one of those cell companies just literally, I mean... Almost literally copied and pasted it.
2: Yeah, I think it was, I think it was Max Explosion with a couple. That's X's. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing the actual legitimate, full on Miss splosion Man with the Twisted Pixel guys.
0: Well, That actually brings up a good point. Who, what other live arcade developers do you uh, do you either admire or what? What are you, what are your favorite live arcade games?
2: Trials Evo, uh, Trials before that. I, I love, love, love what those guys did. I, you know, it's. I'm, I'm, maybe it's a mask in me, but I could just literally play that all day and hate myself all day for <laughs> sucking at it. Um, I really like the pinball effects, two stuff. Mm. Uh, like pin- Pinball is just like, this game you can ha- have a beer with, just kind of veg out and just play some pinball for a couple hours. Um, I really, there's just like, the thing I think it's great about XBLA and just downloadable games in general, it's just, you can just try stuff. And if it doesn't yeah. work out, it doesn't work out. You know, it's like, play, get the demo, try it. Oh, I don't like that game, but that's only ten minutes of my life and no money. Who cares, right? Exactly. So, I think that's probably the. Those are probably most of my favorite games, but I just am so into the space for the reason I just stated. I'm just like, yeah, I can check it out if I don't like it. Who cares? And if I do like it, it's not a major investment to get into it. It's ten, fifteen bucks, whatever, and I got hours and hours of fun. So,
0: do you guys have aspirations at Iron Galaxy of of scaling up to do a full blown sixty dollar retail game, or or is it? Is it more, um, is it more creatively rewarding, uh, or or is there another reason why you'd want to, you'd prefer to just stay small and, and stay in the digital space?
2: Yeah, the reason we want to, we'll, we'll never do. I would never say never, but I can't imagine a universe in which we'd ever do like a big AAA sixty dollars thing. And it's strictly like business strategy. Um, the problem with that is whether you want to or not. When you're working on a game for like a twenty million dollar budget or whatever, your company is all in whether you want it to be or not. Right. right? Like. If it comes out and stinks, then no one will ever work with you again. If the company, like, you know, if if your publishing partner decides they want to cancel the game for whatever reason, then you're probably out of business because these deals take months and months, if not years, sometimes to pull together. You know, know, no one's got that kind of money in the bank to kind of sit around and work on something while the next deal comes through. Sure. And so that's kind of why we're wired the way we are with, like, just lots and lots of little deals, you know? Like, it'd be a you know, like halfway through like Marvel vs. Capcom Origins or halfway through Receteer, it would have been a bummer if like Microsoft or Capcom would have said, hey, you know what, we're going to cancel this game. But it wouldn't have been the end of the company. We just would have kept on trucking. So um, that's kind of why we do the downloadable stuff. And also, it's just nice shipping games fast. You know, like one of the things I like saying is you don't get better working on games, you get better by shipping games. <laughs> and uh, we ship more stuff than anybody, and it's a very exciting place to be. It seems like every time you turn around, we're having a launch party for something, uh, and it's super exciting, super invigorating. What makes it a, gr- a great place to work?
0: Well, you've no doubt just had a launch party for Receteer. That's what we're here to promote, and um, we'll say it one more time. So, yeah, Receteer for uh, downloadable for, on Xbox Live Arcade, but it is a Connect required game. Connect only. It's out for ten bucks today, and it's uh, if you if you are into Angry Birds or into Burnout Crash. Uh, it's got something for you, and it's one that your parents might actually want to play with you.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's tons of fun. You should check it out. Like like you said earlier, uh, try the demo. I always encourage that. Um, and If you give the demo a shot, you'll see the Kinect works for once, what a novel idea that is. <laughs> and uh, the game is tons of fun. It was made by a team that gave a shit and crafted it lovingly. So uh, give it a shot.
0: Well, that's couldn't uh, you couldn't end an interview on any better than that. It's, uh, yeah, there you go. It's made by people who give a shit. So there, <laughs> other Connect games. <laughs>
2: That's probably not what I meant with that, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Dave, thank you very much. wreck is available on Xbox Live Arcade. Today, again, 800 Microsoft points or $10. And everybody go try it. Dave, thanks very much.
2: Cool, thanks, Ryan. Unlock,
1: Lock. Can you take on the champions? Yeah!
0: Time to play the Unlock Block, our weekly trivia game where I play game show host and Mitchie D tries to win prizes for our readers. With the
3: help of Stephanie Lee this
0: week. With the help of Stephanie Lee, except... They don't actually need either of your help to win. They just they just win win for having their (laughs) question chosen. Good job writing a good email. This
1: is the best game show ever,
0: isn't it? There's no pressure. It's just it's basically it's just your credibility that's on the line. Nothing else. Speaking of emails, we've been getting a considerably less number of emails these days. Why is that?
3: I don't know. That's why I'm not pulling many because we don't get that many, and many of them are like really long, and I just reply to them rather than print them off. Right. So send us some short emails. Ask us your questions. We can advise you.
0: What do you want us to talk about on we'll this program? Give here you love program. advice. Give you
3: video game advice. Name your animals. <laughs>
0: yeah, we can do that. Read your poetry. Wait a second.
3: Unlocked at IGN.com.
1: <laughs> we do everything.
0: So yeah. uh, this week's question comes to us from Mark Hawk. He's from L.A. That would be in California. IA. That's here that's, in this that's state. That's the state we live in. Same state. And it's about code names, speaking of which. Hey, it's green and it's pissed. (laughs) So Mark, by the way, wins himself a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen for his trouble. And maybe some, I don't, actually, wait, didn't we get some codes? Oh, we have codes for, if anybody has Ghost Recon Future Soldier, we have codes for the DLC that just came out. Was it called Arctic Arctic Strike? Arctic
3: Strike, the multiplayer DLC. I think it's got like four maps or six maps, a bunch of weapons, a bunch of new unlocks, all sorts of junk. So
0: So if you Sounds pretty cool. Uh, if you have Ghost Recon Future Soldier, you should probably enter our trivia contest because yes. if I select you to win, then you can win Arctic Strike. Uh, I will ask Mark if he owns it and if not, well he doesn't what what good would it do him. So,
3: here's this code for a game
0: you don't <laughs> yeah, have. Maybe you should go buy the game. That's the evil Ubisoft marketing ploy. We give away the free $10 DLC and, in, and it just yeah, to dollar sell the game. $60 game. Bingo.
1: So he's not getting uh, Guitar Hero anymore.
0: No, he's definitely getting that. Oh, okay. we, have we have a thousand copies of it. <laughs> they followed me here.
1: <laughs> wow. How many have you gotten rid of so far? Like three?
0: 12?
3: Really? I don't know.
1: Just 980 oh, more to go, guys. <laughs>
3: I feel like somebody came to your desk and you, like, here, take five. Oh,
0: I, I hope that happened. <laughs> so... We'll be lucky to get rid of half of them by the time the next Xbox comes out. Didn't someone
1: have an idea of just like leaving a box of them outside on the sidewalk and then having a camera it. just yeah, to yeah. see how many people, uh, like how many people actually take a copy?
0: Yeah, we could do that, we and it do might, that. it might come to that. Heck, we could take <laughs> three hundred of them and do that, and it would be the same, have the same effect, really. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here is the trivia question for the both of you. Which of these has not been used as a Microsoft codename? So this is not specific to Xbox. This is all anything within Microsoft. Oh, goodness. So whether it's Zune or Windows or Zune or (laughs) Windows. (laughs) Which of these has not been used as a Microsoft codename? Is it DirectXbox, Longhorn, Targa, or Argo? Argo. That's the name of the horse in Shadow of the
3: Colossus. The only one I know, having heard those, like, I know that Direct Xbox was the original name of the original Xbox. Do you? I do. Okay. I know everything about the Xbox. <laughs> Not really. I just want a really extensive history of the original Xbox on the anniversary. And that came up. Very good. Uh, Stephanie? The rest of them, I don't know, Targa is, the, like, the worst thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. That, what a terrible name that is.
1: And I'm going to go with Longhorn.
0: I feel like
3: that could be a code name for something. Some software.
1: Because I honestly don't know. Some
0: That's operating the name system. Of, it's the name of Mitchell Dyer's new adult film. <laughs> Mitchell Dyer is Longhorn. Oh, goodness. No, let's be real. No, he's
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, B is my final answer.
3: Longhorn? I really feel like Longhorn was a Windows operating code name. I'm going to say Targa because I hate that word and I don't want it to exist anymore.
0: Final answers, Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final answer, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lock you in.
3: <laughs>
0: One of you is exactly right. So it always goes. And I'm always wrong. <laughs> Not this time, yeah. Mitch. You're exactly right. It's Targa. Uh, nice. Targa is uh, TGA files. It, Targa is a... Oh, look at that. It's camaraderie. Targa is a an image file. Okay. I, Targa files, TGAs. Close. Yeah. Those like, exist. JPEG? jpeg Jpegs are also a file to image file I've type. You've never seen a target
3: file. So yeah,
0: you're right by the way. Longhorn was one of the Windows code names. I'm
3: a genius. What is Argo? <laughs> Aside from the horse in Shadow of the colossus I don't remember. Always his aggro he I mentioned it, it in
0: stupid. his email, but I had to cut it out so you guys wouldn't be able to see the answer. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ar- we'll take his word for it. Argo was a code name
3: for Argo? something. That was Possibly. Really,
1: that was a really good trivia question. Though. That was really so. good. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well good done. One. Well no done, Metal Gear Solid questions. What is this?
0: Well there was one but it was really convoluted. Big surprise, uh, right? Bring it up. I <laughs> bet I can answer it. Maybe I'll choose it for next week. It's
3: probably oh, okay.
0: If you would like a chance to win Guitar Hero Van Halen and or, well not or, definitely and. There's you're no stuck you're with stuck Van. with Guitar Hero Van Halen. <laughs> you get it. Uh, and also possibly Ghost Recon Future Soldier Arctic Strike or, DLC or Purpsus. <gasps> Take a breath. Uh, so, yeah, if you'd like a shot at winning those, send an Xbox-related trivia question to unlocked at com. We'll need your full name, full mailing address, so that I can ship you your prize. Include the question for multiple-choice answers, and please note the correct one in the email so that I know which one is correct. And we'll play next week, and maybe you, too, can be as cool as Mark Hawk and be a winner. And we've come to the end of our fine little program. Another hour-plus in the books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mitchell, well done, sir. Stephanie, you're welcome back anytime. Go team. Thank
1: you for having me. Can we
0: follow you on Twitter?
1: Yes, you can. It is uh, at Super Lee L E E seven. It's actually Super Leet. Oh, oh see look that. at you! See oh, so the number see seven, not
0: spelled out. It's the number seven. Yes,
1: Super, L-E- super seven. Lee Super L E E seven. E-E the seven, seven is a
0: T. But it's a seven.
1: But it's a Seven. Sef- I understand. <laughs>
0: Mitch, at Mitchy D. Correct. And you find me at DMC underscore Ryan. Twitter. Of course, follow IGN itself, at IGN, our podcast.
1: Podcast Unlocked. Feed, Unlocked. At, at Podcast, podcast Unlocked. Unlocked,
0: yes. Look at that, harmonizing. know. Yeah. We should you, you sound it next, next time.
1: time. Buy each other sodas.
0: At Podcast Unlocked. At Podcast Unlocked. Unlocked. Bleep bloop. <laughs> yes. I remind everyone to download our Xbox app app the ign app for your xbox 360 we are in your xbox 360 giving you things this week you can watch me talk about playstation or watch your wrecketeer video review that's true too which i make a cameo in yep in extraordinarily cameos in like the worst overacting you've ever seen so good
1: i gotta check this out
0: you should No, mitch uh well forget about my overacting mitch is just Playing it straight, and he looks like a goofball making the gestures. <laughs> I also look way more bored than I am playing it. Well, that's sort just of like,
3: just like yeah, I'm just playing a game. I'm that's sort of game.
0: inevitably how it goes with connect games, though. Yeah, yeah. you know, because it's other than like Dance Central, you pretty much always look like you're having fun because you're just moving so much. It you actually
1: is kind of fun. It well, yeah. of Dance course, Dance Central awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, Dance Central is the best thing, actually. Yeah, Dance Central is the best thing to ever happen at Connect. There's no need to 100%. even. hundred percent. Go harmonics, go harmonics, go. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember when Destin was doing Connect Star Wars. He was doing the video guide for oh it, God. and like all the footage of him playing, it just his his expression just looked like just someone so shot bad. his dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was yep. angry all the time. So it was great. By
0: the way, Mitch, you're such a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Should Dance Central three have uh, go ninja, the? Go ninja, yeah, go should it have Vanilla ninja, Ice the go Ninja Turtle go rap? <laughs> we could do this all day i can't believe that's in your mind
3: although i will say speaking of vanilla, vanilla ice 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 baby is coming to uh
0: to dance central three that's, that's kind of scary isn't it I, like, I don't know.
1: I scary or awesome it. i dig it
0: i bet Va- ice is stoked <laughs> it's like i'm back you thought i was dead
3: but I'm back. oh my god i'm gonna throw that on spotify the second we stop recording <laughs>
0: Well, that second is fastly approaching. So, yes. I
3: can't stop! I love it!
0: Are, is MC Hammer next? Is that no. track God, two? Please, no. Too legit to quit, dude. No? No. Why not? I can't, I can't hang with MC Hammer. Hammer's broke. He needs your help. <laughs> he probably is. He burned through all his money somehow. Is
1: he still broke?
0: I think so. I don't see how. I, didn't, I, mean, I can't even tell if he's still alive, to be totally honest. Damn. No idea. <laughs> anyway. Uh, by the way, make your homepage bookmark ign.com. And if you like us in particular, ign.com slash Xbox dash 360. Although we kind of dominate the front page anyway. We do, actually. Yeah. It's uh, That's how we do it. This is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While we're on the... Bad song. Backstreet Boys are in Dance Central 3 as well. Oh, no. Backstreet's back. This is not... You know what? I'm not looking forward to this game anymore. Vanilla Ice and Backstreet Boys. Looking at that song list, it's like, oh, these songs are garbage, and I
3: can't wait to play them.
0: The the problem is those songs are good. If I play them once in the game, they're gonna be in my head the entire rest of the day. How
3: is that a bad thing? I need to build a Dance Central 3 playlist. and just listen to that on loop all day.
0: (laughs) He'll do it. Audience, I'm I assure you. I've seen it.
3: Or, if you are out there in the audience, you should build that playlist and then send it to us, and we can share it with the world.
1: Mitch, you should properly acquaint yourself with the K-pop artists that will be featured in Dance I like Central it. 3.
3: I like the way this lady thinks. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we'll be talking Dance Central 3 soon enough. Uh, in the meantime, yes, follow us on IGN.com, and I want to thank everybody for listening. Most of you get the show on iTunes, or if you just type podcast unlocked into the itunes store search field that's how you can find and subscribe to us for free we're also on the zune marketplace as we are cordially reminded every week we get an email or two every week Now it's like hey you're on there guys you're there (laughs) saw you there which is good i'm glad we're on the zune marketplace me too and uh just the site when when we post the show like right now yeah or right then because it already happened if you're listening to this earlier today
1: yes so that's Again, it with technology, now, isn't
0: it magic? The future. All right, we will see you guys next week for episode 65. Join us as our guest will be the uh, studio head, the founder of Tequila Works. We'll be oh, talking, nice. all, joining us from Spain via phone or Skype, depending which one I can get to work <laughs> properly. Talking about Deadlight. So our Summer of Arcade series of interviews continues. Good. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week. Bleep bloop. bloop.